Hello, I'm Julie. Hi, I'm Matt, and you're listening to American Polly. In this podcast, we will discuss intimate topics that highlight ethically non-monogamous lifestyles. We're your hosts, and we're so excited you're joining us on this adventure. Our podcast covers sexually explicit material and is meant for mature audiences only. So please, if you're a minor, navigate to a more appropriate podcast. Neither of us are licensed professionals, just average Joes, and our opinions should be taken as such. If you find our podcast interesting, please like and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, or visit our website at American-Polly.com, where you can check out our blog, ask questions, leave comments, or view our merchandise. Now please, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, I'm Julie. Hi, I'm Matt, and you're listening to American Polly. Thanks for joining us tonight. And tonight we are going to be discussing how to bow out gracefully. So it's a, a kind of one of the things that we're going to say is how to say thanks. But no thanks. <laughs> so I know that we both experienced this and we yeah. both had instances where we've met a couple and, you know, I might have been really into the female of that couple and Julie may have been not so much into the guy. Yeah. Or vice versa. We've had it happen on both. Not only have we had instances where Matt and I didn't connect with one of the spouses in the opposite couple, but we've also had the tables turned on us. Yes. Where we were like full on, we're invested, we're ready to go. And then one of the other spouses was like, mm, breaks. Yep. So, and how we've handled those situations and how other people have handled them towards us is all over the place. Like, it, it really has really, been. Yeah, like some are good and some are just downright awful. Right. So, like, literally like high school, will you break up with my boyfriend awful? Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. And it's really, you know, I, I mean, for me, I kind of keep my, my headspace in check a little bit on that because I know... Not everybody is going to be attracted to everyone. And no, it'd be ridiculous to think that. That's the thing about it. Like, you're not going to be, if you were just a single person dating another single person, you aren't going to be attracted to every person you meet, right? And and that's, it's just crazy to think that every couple that you meet swinging is going to be like, Oh my goodness, where have you been all my life? Right? Yeah, that's, that's, I mean... <laughs> Wow. Sorry. That was deep south, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that, and, and I even get into that a little bit with the whole, where if you are a couple and you're like me and you're bi, then you're just, it's anticipated that you will want to be with every woman, every wife of every couple that you meet. And yeah, I, I do have tendencies in that direction and I do enjoy my girl play, but that doesn't mean that every woman that walks into my life, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, take your clothes off, baby. Let's have fun. Right. But that's the assumption. It is the assumption. And that's one of the things, too, that I find interesting, that that assumption is almost 
expected. Yeah, it's like a given. It is. And I, I don't mean to get off, off subject a little bit. but I mean, it is off subject, but it isn't. It, it, it ties into it. I think it ties into it. So I want to be like, oh, well, if I'm supposed to, you know, play with your wife, are you going to play with Matt? Because if you're not, then why would you expect me to do that? And you, I mean, I just want to turn those tables just once or twice. I, yeah, that's, uh. I feel like it's a, I feel like it's a double standard. I, it is a double standard, although I don't have those tendencies. Right. That's but, why, that's why I find it ironic because it's such a double standard. You know, is. like, yeah. I, uh, okay. Okay. It is a little off subject, but it's my tangent today. So I think it's ironic that is kind of accepted and expected when you meet with other couples. And I just think it's such a double standard that you are automatically going to be attracted to another woman. Um, right. I just think that, you know, I, it's because, I, you know, every woman that I meet, I'm not attracted to. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, yeah, exactly. Every guy that I meet, I'm not attracted to or woman. Right. Yeah. It I, takes I, that connect, that chemistry, that connection. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. I think that's the thing that, you know, for us, we've we've kind of struggled to find that sometimes where, you know, I've been really into the female of the part or of the of the couple. And you're just like, yeah, he, no, that's not going to work for me. Right. And I think that's too one of the things where you just don't take one for the team unless mm-hmm. unless you're a couple that actually are okay with like, okay, if you want to go do that, go do that. But mm-hmm. And we've met couples like that. We've absolutely. met couples that are super into the individualness as much as they're into, you know, swapping together. And so if that's a thing, then that can be discussed. But that is definitely something that decide beforehand where your boundary is with that. You don't want that to be a spur of the moment. Okay, you know, I'm getting along great with the husband. Matt's not getting along with the wife. He and I have discussed that ahead of time. We're okay with that kind of thing, with the with the splitting it up and the individualness. But other couples may not be. And you you definitely want to know going in how you feel about that because you don't want to put your partner on the spot in the minute. Yeah, it's not saying, hey, guys, time out. Let's go. We're going to go discuss this really quick and yeah. be right back. Because that's happened to us, too, and it's really awkward. It is awkward. It was awkward because we were like, what the heck just happened? Right. So you definitely want to know your boundaries going in. Okay, so there is definitely this good thing that Matt does um, when we meet a new couple. Um, He lets me know whether things are going good for him on his side or not. He has a a little hand movement. You You want to talk about your... Yeah, so we were trying to figure out, like, how to very subtly discreetly discreetly if you will tell each other hey this is going good or i am ready to leave whenever bolt yeah. <laughs> bolt baby bolt yeah. yeah don't order dessert don't order <laughs> yeah julie's bad about ordering i am i am bad about ordering dessert or coffee yeah oh god i love coffee <laughs> um so what it is is I just take her hand under the table if we're eating if we had met a couple at, for dinner or something like that. You take my hand and what do you do with it? Darling? I take and I rub and her you palm. Rub it where? Where do you rub it? I rub <laughs> it. I take an. I kind of grasp her hand a little bit, mm. and I take a finger and I'll either rub it on top of her hand, mm-hmm. which is kind of the signal like mm, we need to go, and then on the palm of her hand, hey, this is. 
I kind of, I'm, I'm digging this. Let's, let's, uh, let's order dessert and a coffee and see where this goes. <laughs> okay. Yep. See, that's what, that's what we do. But it's something very subtle. It's mm-hmm. something that we can do under the table or mm-hmm. even if we're out and about, I can just reach over very subtly, even if they can see and they just know that I'm rubbing her hand. Yeah. And it, they don't know what it means. And that's something that maybe, you know, you guys listening can think mm-hmm. about. Well, I know that our friends use something similar. They use, a. Uh, um, they use a thing where if they're having a good time, they um, they talk about how great it is to have be caught up on work and be able to be out and not be stressed. And if they're not and they are like wanting to end things and maybe um, and and not continue the evening, then they use that because our friend works from home. And so they'll be like, oh, my goodness, um, you know, there's so much to do at home. I'm, I work from home and. I have a ton piled up, and so I'm sorry, but we're not going to be able to stay out as late as we thought we would be able to. Right. And so that gives them the opportunity to get in the car and be like, okay, what did you like? What did you not like? And it's not like that's where they leave it. I mean, they they definitely follow up and let the other couple know, hey, there wasn't a connection like we thought there was. But it, it doesn't, it takes, it gives them the opportunity to discuss that, just like the hand signal gives Matt and I the opportunity to say, okay, what was going on there? Yeah. You know, what was... Not right in front of them. Obviously. Right, exactly. But so I want to preface this too. If we meet any of these listeners here, you can't judge us if the hand say, if you notice the hand signal. <laughs> They're going to be able to pick us up and be like, hey, that's that couple. <laughs> yeah. So here's the other thing too. Like, so if you guys do notice a hand signal, maybe you guys aren't feeling it. If we, if we do happen to meet at mm-hmm. some point in time. And, you know, you're like, hey, wait a second. You know, you guys just did the hand signal that you're not feeling it. And I'm like, well, yeah, but, you know, maybe you guys are. And maybe it's just maybe it's just some miscommunication or maybe it's generally like, you know, hey, we're just not really feeling the connection. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it really it, I mean, there's so many different there's so many different ways to say that you are feeling it or that you're not. But the important thing, I think, is that you acknowledge one or the other. Yes. Don't let it go on. The worst thing you can do is just let it go on and on. And like keep telling people, oh, we're just so busy. We're so busy because you're really just putting people off. And right. be kind. You know, be. I think that's a very important thing is just to be kind. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, hey, either we're not feeling this or, hey, we'd like to see you guys again. Right. Or, you know, hey, on the way home, you know, or when you get home, send them a quick text message over kick or however you guys are communicating and be like hey we had a wonderful time if you guys like to get together again hey let us know or when you get home and you're talking to your spouse um or your significant other saying hey you know did you how did you feel did you are you do you like them do you want to see them again and if if the agreement is no then just you know kind of bow out gracefully but Mm -hmm. be, be kind about it Mm-hmm. don't be like, well, you know, you guys didn't look like your pictures and he was so rude and he... Right. Well, and, and people, that's the thing is like body image is such a big deal Which to we talk, everyone. And we, we talked about that in, absolutely. in podcast six, I think about how body image is so hard. So putting yourself out there in a swinging environment is basically putting yourself out there sexually. So mm-hmm. definitely be kind because I mean, of course, when we put our pictures on our profiles online, like if you're using SLS or C4P or whatever, Cassidy, whatever site you use, you're going to put the most amazing picture of yourself. 
I'm like, okay, all of my pictures make me look, you know, really good. Because I'm not going to put a bad picture of myself. On right. Me. You don't want to pick. Right. The, you don't want to put the picture where you just woke up out of in the morning exactly. and your like hair's all. My bed head. Oh my god, I have epic bed head. But yeah, so you know that is something to consider. Is that we're all going to put those amazing pictures online. Right. They're going to be the most flattering. So be gentle with people and and realize that we are all human and we all have flaws. I, yeah, I think you know this is where the golden rule kind of comes into play. Right. If, if you'll indulge me for the. The listeners will indulge me for a minute. And, you know, do you want somebody to say what you're going to say to the people that you right. just went out with? Do you want it parroted back to you? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's I think that's really good. Another thing to keep in mind, too, when you are talking to, when you're meeting couples and you're deciding whether or not you're going to go forward or not, is that there are so many newbies. I swear, it's like a, it's like so, it's a carousel of noobs. Well... I mean, we're always meeting newbies. Like, we meet people, and I'm like, how long have you been in the lifestyle? Oh, a couple of months, six months. Maybe. And I'm thinking, wow, you, you know, they just got started. They don't know a whole lot. And they're, I feel like their wants and boundaries change a lot. Well, I think I think it's understandable if you, if you kind of step back and look at it a little bit. Because it is new. When you first started dating, I mean, you're like, oh, I want to meet a boy, or I want to meet a girl, and I want to I want to be able to, you know, I want X, Y, Z to happen, mm-hmm. and I don't want A, B, C to happen. Mm-hmm. But as you, as your dating evolves, and you get older, your wants and desires change. I mean, we've certainly met people who have been in the lifestyle for a very long time, and they were kind of like nonchalant. They really were. I mean... They were almost like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and we've, I mean, you know, that's certainly happened to us very recently too, where we've met, you know, it's just kind of like, okay, this is, you know, if, if you want to, you know, come by and hang out with us, come by and hang out with us. If you don't, that's fine too. No skin off our nose. That was crazy. We, we, we recently, um, had gone to an event, an event that there were people that had been there that had been in the lifestyle for 20 plus years. And so I was like, I mean, that. I mean, it's impressive. I'm like, I made the comment. I'm like, wow, you were country before country was cool, huh? <laughs> like, I got a few laughs out of that one. <laughs> she did. She but did. It, it was, it was kind of disconcerting a little because I'm thinking, I mean, I've, I've been in it a few years now and I kind of feel like I am, you know, pretty, pretty savvy, pretty old hat. Do you nope. have a leg up on I feel like sometimes I do. My I've legs seen, up, my legs up pretty often. I've seen your legs up. <laughs> That's a good sight. <laughs> um... Well, uh, I Matt, you're turning a little red. I am turning a little red. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting because, you know, you talk to uh, some couples and you kind of become friends with them. And then, like, all of a sudden, boundaries can change. And it's yes. like, does that change the parameters of your relationship with them? Sometimes it does. Absolutely it does. Sometimes it does. And sometimes it's an enhancement. And sometimes it's like, whoa, you guys are dialing it back that far. Sometimes it's a change to something that makes it a no-go. Yeah, it right? certainly can. Yeah, sometimes. It doesn't have to be in the moment. It just can be right? like, hey, I'm just, this. I'm not feeling this anymore. Exactly, because you can, you can just see things in a different perception. Mm-hmm. And it, it, sometimes those changes take the element of um, eroticism or seduction or attraction out of the equation. And then 
that kind of affects how you feel sexually about that person. Well, I know that it's happened to me, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, when I was dating someone individually. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that's happened to you or not, but I mean, it certainly has. Mm-hmm. I was pretty, you know, I was into this person and, you know, she was into me. And all of a sudden it was just like gradually like these things started coming out. And I just was like not really feeling as strongly and we didn't go out very long, and I'm just like, I had to tell her, like, look, you know, this isn't, you know, romantically, this is not working out for me. That's uh, happened to me before. I, I dated someone um, independently who, um, great guy, really liked him, and we seemed to get along really well on the surface. But the longer we dated, the more I learned about his preferences and kinks and the more I realized that I could not fulfill them. So that is a situation where you don't match up in the bedroom. Well, right? for you, right? Right, yeah. yeah. Like, I couldn't be what he needed me to be. There's no way. And and the longer that I dated him, the more that I knew, the more I learned about what his preferences really were, what he really craved. And it would have been unfair to keep dating him because I could never be what he wanted me to be. So how did it feel when you actually had the initial conversation with him about like, hey, this just really isn't working? He was so hurt and I felt so bad because, I mean, this came out so slowly. It wasn't like, it's not like you, when you start seeing someone, <laughs> it's not like when you, you get walk like up a, to somebody and they hand you a business card. Or like a here's menu. All my, yeah. Here's, here's all my kinks. Here's all the things that I'm Here's I'm all really my into. a la carte kinks. You yeah. know, like it doesn't work that way. <laughs> Could you and, imagine? <laughs> I know, right? Honestly, I think that would kind of be, that would kind of be fucking great. Can you imagine like, okay, like going to a meet and greet and we all have like little, little, um, checklists and like, these are my things and okay, check the boxes you can fulfill. And then you just. Or no, you just, you, I, I was thinking of more like business cards or a five by seven card. Here's my bio. Here's what I'm into. You know, if you're interested, come, you know. No, I like the box idea. Like I want people to check which boxes they're going to fill. I'm, I'm, I'm hands on. I want to know right then. Here's my boxes. What are you going to check? Yeah. But you know, the crazy thing about that now we're getting a little off subject, but I'm it's okay. Good. I like where this is going, but you know, the crazy thing about that is like, Okay, let's see. Let's say you find. Now I'm going to sound very judgy on this. However, let's say that you find somebody who checks all your boxes, okay, yeah. sexually uh-huh. and kinky. Uh-huh. But all you, of them? Yeah. Every box? Well, I mean, okay, let's <sighs> be fair 60%. Okay. Okay. Damn um, it. But, you know, you're just physically, you're just not me- meshing up. Oh, no. You're ruining my fantasy. Well, I hate to bring a wing cloud to your fantasy but i mean that it can happen i get what you're saying so this person is going to be like into everything i'm into and can like fulfill every wish but he's also not going to be because i have a type right yeah we know i have a type and what if he's not that type yeah i mean what if he is 180 from the type that you are generally attracted to let's just blow right so, I mean, physical attraction is a thing. I mean, I don't, I hate to put too much stock into that because personality and wants and desires and those things really matter too. Absolutely. But there has to be an element of physical attraction. There does. There definitely does. For me. And I, and I don't, I mean, I don't want to be like shallow, but there is a little bit of that. Yeah. Well, I think that's true for everyone, right? I mean, 
there are certainly exceptions to the rules, and don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but I think that there that's definitely a thing. Yeah. Now, I mean, we have gotten off topic a little bit, but I, I think this goes back to how would you approach that to say, hey, you know, you 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 check a lot of boxes, but you check a lot of boxes, but you have skinny shoulders. Or, I don't know if I could say that. No, no, but. How would you do that? I mean, if you were in a situation where you're with a couple and you're like, oh, my God, this guy's amazing. But, you know, physically he's, you know, 5'2 and nothing against short men. But, you know, okay, so he's, you know, he he just doesn't. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't fit my profile. He doesn't fit what I know. I mean. I think I would have to be like, I could appreciate that we're into all the same things. But I think I would have to say that the chemistry wasn't right. Because that's a chemistry thing. It, like it is. Attraction is, is a chemistry, right? So you would bow, I mean, obviously bow out gracefully, but, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just, yeah, I mean, I kind of struggle with that a little bit. It's hard. It is It is hard. really hard to say. Because you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. You don't. And that's the struggle. And it, that is why we wanted to do this whole podcast, because we have definitely had our feelings hurt. Yeah. And I feel like there might have been times in the beginning when we first started doing this that we might have bruised a couple people too. I I can think of maybe one or two instances where we could have been more clear, more concise with our, with, you know, telling another couple we're not as interested as we thought we were or the chemistry wasn't right. Absolutely. You know. And I think two is just, and, and this is a term, uh, you know, ghosting, you know, just, mm, right. You know, don't, yeah. be, you know, Hey, be kind, be, right. be genuine to yourself and be genuine to the other, to the other couple. Ghosting is so hard on people because then they just wonder what the fuck they did wrong. Right. I mean, that's what I wonder. That's what I think. I think, did I, am I a bad kisser? Am I, am I just too much? You know, like you just wonder what you did. And so it's better to tell someone, it's better to say, you know, this was so much fun. You guys are great. I could totally see us being friends, but I didn't feel like I wanted more than that or whatever element of, you know, sexuality I needed to be wasn't there for me. And that's not to say that it won't be there in the future. Maybe when you, once we get to know somebody better. I mean, but, I, I kind of waver on saying that because I feel like it gives false hope. Not to them, but to yourself. Oh, okay. I was like, I, I don't want to. I don't want people to be like, oh, if I'm just absolutely fucking perfect, then she'll want to sleep with me. Right. You know? Well, and I mean, that just doesn't seem right. That no, it doesn't. But I, I, I was getting more into like, don't burn the bridge. Mm. Right. Because you know, I don't know it, wherever your listener, wherever the listeners are from, but you know, sometimes well, we have a small pool. Well, we do. And that's where, you know, but there's always an influx and an outflux. True. So Sometimes I feel like it's a kiddie pool. Sometimes, yes. <laughs> like, um, or maybe like a mud puddle. <laughs> ooh, ow. <laughs> Goodness. Sometimes. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Wow, I'm sorry, you almost lost, I almost lost for words there. Sorry, baby. <laughs> but, um, no, I think, you know, it's important that you keep people in and their emotions in, in in front of your mind in the front of your mind absolutely so one thing i do want to mention is as much as you need to be concerned about as much as our listeners should be concerned about 
um, how to say thanks but no thanks when they meet a new couple, you really need to be prepared that this is going to happen to you. You need to be prepared for rejection because you will get rejected. You know what? And And sometimes it's a little stingy. It it can be. It certainly can be. And I know that we have friends that that has happened to. And it's happened to us. It has happened to us, but it's a weird place to be in. Right. Because it's just, you're not expecting it. Right. And I really think that if you're going to, if you are not feeling it to the point where you're really unsure, you should really back that train up before it gets physical. Yes. Because it's so much harder once it's physical. It is. Now, and here's not to say that, okay, you 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 start to get intimate with someone and they're trying to cram their tongue t- to feel your tonsils. Um, because... I don't have any tonsils. <laughs> Knock yourself out. <laughs> um, there ain't nothing in the way, baby. <laughs> my goodness. Um, no, I... Uh, I, you know, it could be anything, right? It could be the way they touch. Maybe they're just super aggressive or maybe they're it's just, true. Don't, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, at that point, yeah. I mean, like, hey, you know, I, we gotta go. It's hard, though. That is the hardest part. I think once it starts to get physical, it gets so, it's like adding it, it, that extra layer. It, and add, it, it certainly, certainly yeah. adds layers to it. But so if this happens to you and there is rejection, be, my advice would be to be respectful, be kind remember where you're at and that it's a small pool and try not to burn bridges. And, you know, at that point, nothing that you say is going to change their mind. You're not going to magically say the right thing that they're going to be like, Oh, okay. And let's, you know, let's go ahead and do this because they've probably already decided. Mm -hmm. And so the best thing to do at that point is to take it gracefully. And there's a lot of fish in the sea write it off as, as an experience. And then, and, and the thing is, it's like, would you even want it at that point? Because like, if, if you said something and they were like, oh, well that, okay. So, all right, maybe we will do this. Then in the back of my mind, I'd be thinking the whole time. Yeah. He didn't really want this. Right. You know? And then that would fuck with my head. I, yeah, it would. And I think it, the thing is too, if, if, if a couple comes to you and says, Hey, you know, we really like you guys, but you know, we just, we just really need to be friends with you. And then, you know, respect that. Yeah. You know, you don't want anybody to like. You don't want to be the team. You know, right. take one for the team. You don't. Wait, is that the right analogy? No, I don't think so. Because I was really confused when you said that. I know, that. right? I had some red wine. Sorry. <laughs> um, it's take one for. Take one for the it's team. It's take one for the team. But you don't want to be the taker. You don't want to be the one taking one for the team. You don't. On either side of that coin. You don't want to be in the position of. Somebody doing that because they feel like... I don't like... know. Some of those positions are pretty damn good. I might be want to be in those positions. <laughs> what I mean is like... What team are we talking about? I don't know. I'm trying to explain this. So you don't want to be... Wait a be... second. Is it the swimming team where they swim upside down like the... Uh, what is that called? What water, uh Water... Um, well, they, you know, they do all the synchronized, synchronized swimming. Yeah. Water aerobics? Oh, oh. No, wa- synchronized swimming. That's what you I was talking You just want to see girls in bathing suits. Their legs so, in the air. My God, have you seen some of those legs, though? I know. They're pretty shapely legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're a lot longer than mine, too. All five foot three of me doesn't have much legs. <laughs> well, I'm telling you what. Anyway. 
no, I don't want to be on either side. I don't want to be taking one for the team. And I don't want somebody to use me to take one for the team. Yeah, because that just makes you feel awful. It really fucking does. It, yeah, I don't. I mean, if somebody's going to be with me, be with me because you want to be with me. Right. And if you don't, then sayonara. Right. Exactly. So. I, I think it's difficult, though, is when you kind of have that feeling, but it's not spoken. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Like when you can kind of read between the lines and you're like, what's going on here? It just doesn't feel right. Yeah. So would you say, out of the couples that we meet, what do you think our, our percentage is of people that we actually end up enjoying and playing with and, like, there's something there? I would probably say it's pretty low. I'm just going to say one in four. I would say that's probably about right. Yeah. So that's one in four. I, I think is our average. Yeah, I mean, because there's been some couples that I want to meet, and mm-hmm. it just never really come to fruition. Right. Or there's couples that we met, and we thought, oh, yeah, they seem super fun. And then we actually met them in person, and we're like, are these the same people? Yeah. And you I mean, know? maybe that maybe that we were, the, the four of us were just having a freaking awesome night, right? Mm-hmm. And we we were all just like, we were on, we were, our, you know, I hate to use this phrase, but we were on our game. Right. And we were just all out, just having a, a wonderful time and we all just really clicked. Mm-hmm. But the next time we get together, it's just like, okay. Some element was missing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is not the same couple that we met. Right. Um, Some element. And sometimes it's situational. Sometimes it's the venue or... But I've had that situation, too, with individual dating. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, okay, the first date was amazing. The second date was, uh, what happened here? Thankfully, we had a good second date. Right? <laughs> um, because we had an epic first date. We did. <laughs> it's for the storybooks. Right. So I took the liberty of going out to a website to get a little bit of, of help for this podcast. When we were we were talking about things that we wanted to, to talk about on our cast, we were talking about different topics to come up with. And when Matt mentioned this one, he's like, this needs to be talked about because this happens to everyone. You're either rejecting or the rejectee, right? And we've all been on both sides of the fence. So I went to, there's actually a website called swingershelp.com. Not kidding. It's a real, it's a real website. Right. For those yeah. listeners out there, take the time, look it up. I it's mean, a good site. Yeah. Lots it's of... got, it's got some great information on it. So mm-hmm. if you are in, you know, an E&M relationship and you, you meet someone and you're like, mm, I don't know how to get out of this gracefully. Or you're like, you know, obviously if it's going good, you really don't need that much help. Right. Yeah. I mean, if it's going good, but you know what, even if it's going good, there's still things. There can, there's still going to be things that come up because relationships evolve. They're they ever evolving. They're, they're, they're ever rotating. And you can think that everything is great and you're all on track and you're all doing good. But you it's going to always, because we're humans and we always want more. Humans always want more. We never, we're never, we're never, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to uh, microeconomics on you guys for just a minute, but we do. Uh, okay. Matt's got the glazed eye look, but we do. We always want more. We're, we're wired for that. Right. That's why like we idolize celebrities because we always want more anyway. Okay. Bye. So the thing is when you start to get into these 
E&M relationships, swinging relationships, poly relationships, everything is always evolving. So websites like that are super helpful because you're going to have snags. You're going to have jealousy snags and insecurity snags and, and communication. Mis- yep. You know, oh, were you going to say that? Sorry. I was going to say miscommunication is what I was going to say. Yeah, that those, those things are going to happen. So having those online resources actually are, it's amazing. Absolutely. And if you guys have any questions, please feel free to email us. We are not licensed professionals. However, we will give you our three cents. We're up to three? 3.50 sometimes. Wow. 3.5. Sorry. Lucy charges five. Lucy? From Peanuts. Does she? Yeah, her, it's always five cents for advice. Okay. I This came up in conversation for me earlier today. All right. And I apologize for the listeners if you hear my ice rattling around in my glass. Um, <laughs> He's having a cocktail. Um, <laughs> so. But not cock and tail. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness gracious. I couldn't help it. It was one, right there. One, maybe three track mine. <laughs> one glass of red wine and that's all I need. Okay, so you were having this conversation. It involved the peanuts, actually. Mm. And what I never understood, and especially as a child, Mm -hmm. okay, was with peanuts, I could always understand Charlie Brown. I could always understand Lucy and any of the other characters, Mm -hmm. except when they were in school. And they would ask the teacher a question, and all that you would get back was wah, 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 wah. Of course, all the adults did that. I think the I think the parents did it too when they asked their parents questions occasionally. If I'm not I'm not I might be mistaken about that, but I'm pretty sure that's on purpose because it's supposed to focus on what kids think. That confused the ever living hell out of me. <laughs> I gotta tell you, with all the Zoom stuff, you know that we've been doing with COVID and everything. Sometimes I feel like Zoom is wah 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 wah. <laughs> Sometimes it is, yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> but that is, that's a, that's the, it's the perspective of the kids that you're supposed to focus on. That's why. Hmm. At least that's my take. I don't know. Uh, listeners out there, if you got a different take, I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> All right. We are so off subject. But I do want to say that saying thanks but no thanks, this happens to everyone. Absolutely. And just keep in mind to... You know, kind of bow out. If you want to bow out, talk to your partner. Talk to them and understand what it is that they want. Um, if they're feeling it and you're not, you know, that's something that you guys need to discuss. And figure out how to get to be on the same page with things. Yes, figure out how to say. Think of a couple things that you want to say. I mean, I don't. you don't have to have them super rehearsed. But think of, like, graceful ways to say Hey, this was great. You guys are super fun. And we really like you. We'd love to stay friends, but we didn't feel the chemistry was there for something sexual. And that's totally okay to say. You don't have to, you don't owe anyone an apology for not wanting to have sex with them. Or not, yeah, wanting to take it any any physical direction. Like, I always feel like I have to apologize. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't be sorry because there's no reason to be. Right. We're all adults here. Absolutely. Theoretically. Absolutely. So. so I think, too, it's just uh, keep in mind that not everyone that you meet is going to be that connection. Mm-mm. I think it's for, for new people, for newbies, as you mentioned earlier, 
you kind of get overwhelmed like oh my goodness this person likes me so we're gonna have sex and it's just like that may be true it's kind of like slow your roll baby not even <laughs> slow your roll but i think you know you and your partner really need to discuss what it is that you're looking for what it is that you want mm-hmm. and really have some open uh honest dialogue about that yeah, yeah absolutely mm-hmm. because you know you guys want actually discover that you want different things Mm, right and that's a whole different kettle of fish that is that's a whole different podcast right there (laughs) tune in for next week (laughs) (laughs) but i think that you know just remember to be kind yes be courteous be respectful because and not to be too like advantageous thinking here but be kind be courteous be be respectful because it can be a really small pool, and you don't know when you're going to run into those people again. Or what kind of connections that you're going to make exactly. that lead back to that person. That's exactly it. Don't don't burn your bridges before you've even approached them. So there you have it. That's my two cents. That's Julie's two, three cents. Apparently, my, my sense is worth three cents tonight. Tonight, it's worth three cents. <laughs> well, we hope you have enjoyed this podcast and gotten a couple of laughs with us. Mm-hmm. we're a little silly tonight <laughs> and we would like for you to please like and subscribe if you've enjoyed uh, please feel free to leave any comments on our website at american-poly.com until next time i'm julie and i'm matt and thank you for listening to american Polly.